Hi everyone, and welcome back to the C3 Queenvian podcast. This week, we had a great tag team bringing us their message, Tale Stoll and Lenny Griffiths, or as he's known to some, Lenny G, who bring us a fantastic message about keeping our eyes focused on Jesus and running our own race. Tale and Lenny share their own perspectives and readings of the Bible, but it all points back to one thing, getting rid of distraction and refocusing on God. Well, good morning, church. So for those of you who have not had the pleasure of meeting, my name is Tale, and along with my husband, Ash, we are members of the awesome team here at C3 Queanbeyan. It's such a blessing to be here with you this morning. Um, Well, today marks the first of our tag team series. So you'll see a number of these throughout the year. And we have myself and Lenny G uh, this morning. So um, I'll welcome him up in a moment after I've finished. But um, yeah, we're bringing the word of God to you. And we will be continuing our monthly theme of refocus. So it's actually the last one for this month. Who can believe that it's February's over and done with? Like, I know, right? It's crazy. Like, I know February is a short month, but this was extremely short. Like, it's March next week. Birthday month. (laughs) So that's so awesome. Okay. So let's get straight into it. All right. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much. We just pray that you open our hearts this morning, our minds to hearing your word. Speak through me to your people, Father God. Thank you for your son, Jesus Christ. Thank you for the Holy Spirit. Let's keep our focus sharp, our hearts open and our lives aligned with your wonderful plan for us. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Okay, so if you're taking notes this morning, the title of my message is Eyes Focused on Jesus. Eyes focused on Jesus. So today I will quickly go through, I only have 10 minutes, I'll quickly go through how to use our eyes to refocus on Jesus and the importance of redirecting our attention and focus to him in our lives. So I've got four points this morning that I'd like to share with you. Number one, embrace God's presence. Embrace God's presence. So Luke chapter 10, verse 41 to 42. But the Lord said to her, my dear Martha, you are worried and upset over all these details. There is only one thing worth being concerned about. Mary has discovered it. Mary has discovered it and it will not be taken away from her. In, this is a crazy world that we live in. So embracing God's presence is crucial. By show of hands, who here is a self-confessed Martha? Anyone? Oh, no, I know I definitely am. I am a self-confessed Martha, right? It's constant. Things are constant. I'm always busy. Like our family's always busy with school, with work, um, socially, all those things. We're just, we're just busy. We just live in a busy world. So we really have to dedicate that time or focus that time on God. So really take the time away from that busyness to focus on him. So we learn from Mary who chose to sit at Jesus' feet, listening to his words. This act of choosing to be present with God despite life's busyness is a powerful lesson for us. 
So it reminds us to find those moments of stillness, just be still where we can truly connect with the Lord. So I love going for, I'm a morning person. I love going for walks in the morning. I know that's not everybody's jam, but it's mine. I love it. Um, and I just, I just bask in his glory. Like, especially down the coast, you go down the coast, the waves, God made that. The sand, God made that. He knows how many grains of sand is on the ground right there. And there's, I can't even count. I don't even know the number, a Googleplex or something. But it is crazy that he made everything. And I just love being there in that moment and just listening to him and just, um, just seeing the wonders that he does in this world. It's so good. Number two, yield to transformation. Yield to transformation. So Psalm 51 verse 10 says, Create in me a pure heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. Create in me a pure heart. Like how good is that prayer? So good. Yielding to transformation. We look to King David as an example. Despite his failings, David sought God's transformative power. His prayer for a pure heart and a steadfast spirit reflects reflects an open, humble heart towards God. This act of yielding is about letting God shape our hearts and our minds and guiding us on this spiritual journey. So in Romans chapter 12, verse 2, do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing and perfect will. So fill your mind with God's word. Like this is, this is what will allow that to happen. So like Pastor Sarah mentioned a few weeks ago, I also um, read the Bible in a year every year. So with, with the Bible app and um, I like the different versions as well. And you always pick up like nuggets of gold in those like that you didn't realise were there before, but it just so happens to pop up. So it's the first thing I do every morning. I turn on my app, I have a read, and that just renews my mind. It just allows me, as I go throughout the day, if there are issues at work or even at home, you know, I've filled my mind with the Word of God first thing in the morning, so I can always jump back into that. And that's Nine times out of ten, it's the first thing that pops into my mind in those moments. So truly, like I encourage you, read the word to transform uh, your mind. It's amazing. Third point, engage with purpose. So Colossians chapter 3, verse 23, whatever you do, work at it with all your heart as working for the Lord, not for human masters. So Ash and I chat about this all the time, about doing God's work. That's what we're here for. We love it. Uh, we, we just recently completed a book, The Purpose Driven Life. I'm sure most of you have heard it or have read it before um, by Rick Warren. So his insight that we are made by God and for God reminds us to engage in our daily lives with purpose. So just, just think about that. Let that just sink in. We were made by God for God, not for someone else, not for, not for your boss, not for the prime minister, not for 
your family and friends, like you were actually made for God to do his work. And it's not just about what we do, what we do, but who we become in him. Engaging with purpose means aligning our actions, our decisions and our thoughts with God's plan. Asking ourselves, am I living for myself or am I living for God's purpose? It's a really important question to just think about, to just dwell on um, when you get a chance. If you haven't read the book, yes, I encourage you to do so. It's the second time I've read it. And like the Bible, I'm always picking up those pockets of gold within it. So, yes, I strongly encourage you to do that. And finally, simplify your focus. Simplify your focus. Matthew chapter 6, verse 33. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness and all things will be given to you as well. So good. Simplifying our focus means prioritising God's kingdom and righteousness. It's about decluttering our lives from distractions and centering our attention on God. This simplification leads us to a place of peace and alignment with God's will. So now I am all about the decluttering, all about the organisations. I've watched every single decluttering organisation um, Netflix show that you could watch, like I'm into uh, Hoarders. Have you, have you guys heard of that? Heard of that show as well? Like, I just love the like. It's quite anxious in the moment when you're watching it, but then afterwards, it's such a sigh of relief. And like, yeah, ask ask Ash. Like, that is my jam. I love it. Um, we're filling our lives with all these other things, like the Hoarders, like. We'll take on all this stuff. We won't let it go. We'll just, a few, uh, last year, Pastor Sarah was showing us the demonstration with packing stuff in backpacks and placing it on your back. That's what we do. Like, we're human, right? But that's taking us away from the simplicity that God has for us. It's taking us away from that simple peace, from the flow of the Holy Spirit in your life and from what God wants for you. Yeah, get out, I encourage you, get out there, organise your stuff, declutter your things and it'll be a miraculous change in your life. I believe you me, like it's awesome. So now that I've gone, I know I've gone through quite a bit this morning and I've only had 10 minutes to do it. But this message can be remembered as EYES, so the acronym EYES. Embrace God's presence, yield to transformation, engage with purpose and simplify your focus. Keeping our eyes on God guides us through life with clarity, with purpose and with a deeper connection with him. Amen. Awesome. Okay, now I'd like to welcome up Lenny G up to the pulpit. Thank you, Lenny. What a tough act to follow. Let's give it up for Tale again. Thank you. Gosh, I love Tale and Ash. They are pinnacle um, leaders, awesome people, big generous hearts in this church. And let's just give it up for Ash and Tale because they are actually rocks, cornerstones in this church. Now, refocus. Yep, 
we've gone that. Thank you, Tale. I love that acronym, and I'm glad that I didn't do an acronym either. So, church, I haven't done an acronym, but um, I really took out that decluttering, decluttering life. That is something that we definitely, I think, can all do um, a lot better, and that really will make that room for Jesus um, in our lives. Now, there's a few scriptures this morning. Thank you, Pamela. But um, who knows that the word is good this morning. Let's start in prayer first, hey? We thank you, Lord. We thank you for this morning. We thank you, Lord, that your word is good, that your word is for a time such as this, Lord. We thank you that, Lord God, our eyes are focused on you. We thank you that we can see, Lord God, that we can come to your house. We can come uh, wherever we are in our workplaces, Lord God, and that we can focus on you, Lord God, that we can just take moments in our lives to refocus on you, Lord. Father, we thank you that we leave changed this morning, Lord God. We leave changed knowing you that little bit more this morning, Lord. Father, we thank you that these words are not mine, they're not Tyler's, but they're your words this morning, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. What are we currently focusing on? Have a think about that for a second. What is actually taking your attention in your lives? Now, this message this morning is a bit, a bit convicting. It was a bit convicting for me, but it's something that was on my heart. It was from Jesus, so it's quite good. It's quite good. Are we focusing too much on a career aspiration? Are we focusing too much on family, friends, fitness? Now, all those things are good. Money, our relationship with Jesus. We live, guess what? We actually live in a fallen world. Bad things happen. (laughs) There are things out there that actually want to destroy our lives. It's the opposition, right? We, but we're here this morning. We're in church and we live in a place where we can go to our workplaces, we can go to our shopping centres, our schools, and actually show Jesus' face in those areas. This is touching on the main point that I will get to. Are we comparing ourselves against others as well? Looking at what they're doing or achieving. The title of the message is Refocus, but it's Refocus, Stay in Your Lane. Run your own race. We don't want to be chasing after, you know, Bill Gates' billion dollars, although that would be awesome, but I want, I would want to get there in my own stride. I don't want to be doing it however he's doing it. I want to be staying in my lane. And this is something that I've carried from um, my original youth days up at C3 Watson with Pastor Nathan Oliver. Some of you might know, probably not, but... Anyway, his great guy, um, youth back in the day at C3 Watson, many years ago now, but yeah, it's pretty good. Some things just stick with you in your mind. Let's go to scripture. So all these scriptures are out of NLT. Thank you, Pamela, for putting them all in. Let's give her a clap. Pamela's awesome. She's come straight to church, straight on a team. Brendo's trained her up. Yeah, she's a legend. Don't store up treasures here on earth where moths eat them and rust destroys them and where thieves break in and steal. Store your treasures in heaven where moths and rust cannot destroy and thieves do not break in and steal. Wherever your treasure is, 
that there the desires of your heart will be also. Straight to 1 John 2.14, for the world offers only a craving for physical pleasure, a craving for everything we see, and pride in our achievements and possessions. They are not from the Father, but they are from this world. Now that was pretty convicting. Like, I love my cars. Chris Coxhead, where are you out there? Yeah. <laughs> dream car, got a, a few. If someone asks me what's my dream car, I say, well, I've got to kind of break it down into like a sports car, a hypercar, a muscle car. I can't just say it like a dream car. Those kind of things, I've got, to, I've got to adjust my attention, I've got to adjust my focus on them and not be chasing after them in a sense that, in an ungodly way, I suppose. So, let's, yeah, let's stay in our own lane, let's focus on Jesus, loving our neighbour, heavenly, with a heavenly focus and not, not an earthly focus on things here. Now, yes, some of you noticed something I brought up, a prop. For people on the podcast, I will unveil it. It is a log. Thank you, Howard Pickerel, for providing a log. AJ cut it. Thank you, AJ, for cutting the log. Not just any old log. Let's go to Matthew 7, 3. And why worry about a speck in your friend's eye when you have a log in your own eye? Podcast people picking up the log, putting it in front of my eyes. I cannot see anything, right? I've got an obstruction in my face. How am I supposed to refocus on something when I can't actually even... See, right? I feel like I've got ants or spiders on my face, maybe not. I can't see with a log in my eye, right? We can't see Jesus. We can't see our family. We can't see um, heavenly things. We can't, like, we go to youth. We run youth group here, and seeing the youth here on every Friday, um, every second Friday night, they need, they're desiring connection they're desiring to see the face of God and they are relying on us as leaders in this place to bring that to them they they need this connection with Jesus that they might only get twice a month because we run fortnightly is Maddie here she's an optometrist when we've got the log there it's like going to an optometrist and being like can you help me Walking into the spec savers. Can you help me? I can't see. I, can't, I need some glasses. Mate, get the log out of your eye. Don't, don't worry about anyone else's log or speck. Let's just focus on our log in our lane, all right? In the log, yes, this is AJ and Harold Pickerel's log from Fernley in a literal sense, but the log can actually look like many different things. Right? Old habits, grudges, hardened hearts, offence. These things all actually cloud our vision. Right? 
The log is the symbol of the opposition, trying to blind us and block out Jesus' light that he has for us. To be able to refocus, we must first move the obstruction. Let's run our own race. Let's focus on the relationship with Jesus. Remove the log, kick the habit, soften the hardened heart, make amends with the offence. Let's go to Matthew 6, 22. Oh gosh, this is actually going really fast, Tully. Our eye, our eye is the lamp. Our eye is the lamp that provides light for your body. Who knows the word is good? I, I've, this message is from Jesus. It was a tough act to follow from Tale. And Dan's prayer this morning up on stage is just amazing. Our eye is a lamp that provides light for your body. When your eye is good, your whole body is filled with light. I love the analogy once said in a prayer meeting here that each one of us are a literal light, a candle in us, right? When we're all here in our city and we've got the candle shining, our city is actually lit, is bright. If we're not got that candle lit, our city is dark, right? Matthew 5, 14. Told you there's lots of scripture, but the word is good. You are light of the world, like the city on a hilltip, hilltop that cannot be hidden. Straight to 1 John 1, 7. But if we are living in the light, as God is in the light, then we have fellowship with each other. And the blood of Jesus, his son, cleanses us from all sin. So how do we live a life log-free, focused on Jesus? Four things that I've kind of taken away in this uh, month, listening from Pastor Sarah, Tyler just now, Pastor Mike last week, in our connect group last week, we had the discussion and asked these kind of questions. And this is what our connect kind of came up with. It's a mixture of what I do and what our connect does as well. So it's really from the church. (laughs) Communion at home, at church, in connect. Communion with Jesus actually realigns our heart. God desires authentic communication and it realigns us, our focus, our heart, level and soul. Reading the Bible, recommended books from people in our church, um, doing uh, little devotion plans together as a couple. Like these are really just simple, practical things that you can apply. And there's, I'm listing out four things. It's like you don't have to just do this one thing. Even if you just start doing this, like one of these things, it'll get you on that track to nailing, you know, more. Praying it really does work. <laughs> it really does work. God can he- actually hear our prayers when we need to speak them out. I didn't give this message to um, Pamela, but Philippians 4.16, don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he has done. And worship. Worship. Now, we had our uh, all-in team meeting on the Monday and we are talking about, there was a question raised of what does worship look like to us and how, how we should be engaging in worship and you might just think, oh, worship on a Sunday with the band, it's really awesome. Like we come to worship uh, on a Sunday and just worship. The music is beautiful. But <laughs> like I said, when you come just on a Sunday to worship, 
to the music and you've got like three kids crawling around at you, screaming, like it just doesn't happen, right? As you would want it to every single week, you actually need to be worshipping at home, like in the week, playing music in the car on the way to church. So, I've gone over time. Wow, this is actually going so quick. Let's pray, uh, and then I'll get Sarah to come up and close. We thank you, Lord God. We thank you, Jesus, that your light is in us, Lord. Your light shines in this city. Your light shines wherever we walk, Lord. Father, that we don't have to have this log in front of us. Log, Lord, the, the log belongs elsewhere, Father. We don't have to worry about the speck in other people's eyes because we can run our own race, Lord. Father, we thank you for these things this morning. We thank you that we can apply these things to our lives, Lord God, going forward. There's no shame if we don't do any of these things yet, Lord. But we can just pick one thing to apply to our lives, Lord God. We thank you, Jesus, for this message this morning. We thank you for your word. In Jesus' name, amen. One more thing. The devil can do a lot more with this log down in hell with his big fire. So kick the log. Love it. Come on, give Lenny a hand. So good. And Tyler, come on, keep the applause going. That was so awesome. Don't you just love a good tag team and just hearing uh, what God's saying through each one of them in a slightly different way, but it's always, you know, aligned and something significant for us to take away, right? Um, I just love what you shared, Tale. Our eyes focused on Jesus, right? Keeping our focus on Jesus. And I love what you said about being present with God. You know, often we talk about that a lot, trying to be present with our family and present in, you know, whatever situation we're in, but actually choosing to be present with God. Uh, that's powerful to actually eliminate the distraction and be really intentional about that. Um, and I love that. Stay in your own lane, right? Comparison will kill us. Stay in our own lanes. Walk the purpose that God has for us. That was awesome. So thank you guys for sharing with us this morning. Such a great word.